What's up, Blenderheads? Today we talk about a band that has probably influenced 80% of the bands that we have reviewed, and we have probably no idea. We're talking about Depeche Mode Violator, released in 1990. Cheers, boys. Cheers, man. Cheers, gentlemen. I really thought you were going somewhere with that. Ah. I've always been a fan of Depeche Mode, but the reason why I picked this album was because I went through this stage where I was like listening to this album, like kind of for like a week or two, and then I put it away. When? The, when was this? Ah, uh, months ago, because we've even had this for a minute. Okay. So this is why I picked it, and I listened to it, pulled the record out, listened to it, didn't leave, I listened to it, headphones at work, and then... My niece, Taylor posted that she was listening to this album. Really? We did a fan request for one of them, right? Yes. Yes. Green, Green Day, Day Dookie. Dookie, yeah. And um, so I saw that she, you know, posted that. And she likes to, she's been collecting vinyl lately. And Metallica is one of her favorite bands. And she's been buying all Fucking of Metallica. Right she has Metallica on. records that I don't I'm have. Sorry. You know? <laughs> and uh, anyways uh, I saw that she posted that she was listening to it and I bought it right away for her because I knew she probably didn't have it on vinyl and good uncle points and I picked <laughs> this because it proves a point this band has been around for years and it's still influencing it a younger the generation it it's, has stood the test of time and uh, so I just wanted to see where it stands with you guys Casey so I grew up Depeche Mode. Really? Uh, they were kind of my own personal Jesus when I was a kid. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, no. So like back when I was a kid, like Depeche Mode, like I was really into like, like, like before my hair metal, I was into like the dance kind of electronica stuff. You were talking very young. Oh yeah. Very young. Like maybe like eight, nine, ten, like. Yeah. Fourth grade. Um, my aunt Gloria and like my mom and, and my my friend Shannon's mom were really big into like going to like the discotheques at the Copper Penny in in uh, Portland, Oregon when we were kids. And like, so shout this out stuff. to Aunt Gloria because she's been brought up before, so she's obviously had an influence uh, on my life. So shout out real quick. Shout out to Aunt Gloria. Rest in peace. She's still alive. <laughs> she was very old. <laughs> no, she wasn't. <laughs> Uh, but yeah so don't show aunt gloria this episode so, no, so, she'll she'll so we grew up, paddle your bottom <laughs> i think you're thinking of my aunt margaret <laughs> i am how many aunts i am i'm sorry how many aunt aunts margaret. have you my been? aunt margaret was my great great aunt margaret but we just called her aunt margaret she was very old yeah, yeah. she was she was awesome <laughs> um but yeah so we grew up kind of in like this weird limbo of like dance music electron my brother was really into like new kids on the block and paul MC abdul Hammer and paul, paul abdul and stuff Dude, back in the day i remember and this kind of blended in with into a fake plastic golf club <laughs> new kids on the block step by step <laughs> dude i was a young young indeed you're lame i but I loved, I cut, you know what I mean? That was my first listen of some uh, stuff. The first thing I really got into was like, uh, I didn't get into this, but like around the same time was uh, like MC Hammer. Okay. A little later, I yeah, guess. Yeah, MC Hammer was good. MC Hammer and. Uh, That's why you bring up MC Hammer. With the pants. 
That's MC Hammer. That's MC Hammer. Oh, no, no, yes. Oh, my God. So Depeche Mode was always kind of in the background growing up. It was kind of that medium band that everybody listened to. We could listen to with our parents or our friends who weren't into the same style of music as us. Uh, What about you, Matt? It's interesting. When Nathan picked this, I was like, oh, fuck. Because, like, literally, like, a few weeks before you picked it, um, one of my coworkers, he's a he's in the new wave and stuff like that, and I was just giving him shit about it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like lame, uh, you know what I mean? He likes like loser, and uh, I was like, all right, well, what's the best like Depeche Mode album? What like if you, if I had to listen to one, which one would you say? He's like, oh, listen to Violator, and I did, and immediately I was like, oh, dude, I've Yo, been so I've that- been talking shit the for the longest time. And then when you picked it, uh, I was like, oh, dude, I just listened to this like weeks ago. Perfect. I Perfect. remember you telling me that. Yeah. It, it's actually funny because like I talk about like this is kind of like what I, I like. I remember Depeche Mode always as a kid. But like looking at the release date, this was released in 1990. Dude. Um, Their seventh studio album, man. It is. And, and that's what I mean. Stood the test of time. And it they was had kinda, shit before this. It was hit. Like they said in their in the. On an interview, I don't remember. I didn't notate where it was from, but they said that they wanted to do like all their pre-production for this album to like a minimum and kind of like go back on the way because normally they would just drill the shit out of these albums before they went to production. And this one, they just kind of let it free flow, and it kind of feels organic. It feels super organic. But that's a good observation because there's even like good guitar on this. Yeah, dude, the guitar in this is fucking killer. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't sound like super electronic all the time. No, it doesn't. Like there's organicness to it. It's like it's really cool. But But it's not in everything either. Yeah. No, they they tastefully kind of like to take something from Nathan's page, they sprinkle it in there. Pepper it in, dude. (laughs) A little bit of black pepper. Um so but to kind of touch on it, so like like I remember a lot of this stuff and then looking back at the release date of 1990, I was like, I feel like I remembered Depeche Mode even when I was a little kid, like before 1990. 1990, I was what? March of 1990, so I was nine years old. Um, and I feel like... That's awesome. I feel like I knew Carried this album before yeah. then. Um, and when we when you picked it, because I haven't listened to this probably since Russ lived with me in, on Philippine Street. Um Every song on this was the Depeche Mode songs that I remember from being a kid. That's weird. When I listened to it, I was like messaging my coworker, Pete. Shout out to Pete, by the way. And uh, I was like, oh, I know this song. Yeah. Oh, I know this song. And then as it got deeper, I was like, fuck, I know this song too. Yeah. And this is like the best song. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's like every song comes But out, it like, also oh. has deep fucking cuts. It well, and that's the thing. Does, like, you listen dude. to it and you're like, oh, this is my I'm favorite. I'm into mode. this album. Like, I'm new to it, but I listen to it so much that, like, dude, Clean and Dangerous. Clean dude. is so yeah. good. The lyrics on Clean. So the lyrics on Clean, all if you know what I with mean. This whole thing is. Amazing. Oh, my God. Dude, the lyrics dude. are great. I'm not into new wave or this kind of music. This kind of fucked me up, dude. This hold on, dude, so the like arrangements. Of, what? Yes, dude. Okay, so you're into new wave or this kind of stuff. But like, I think of new wave. I think of flock of seagulls. Oh, okay, I and think that's '80s new wave though. That's completely this is different. like '90s. Well, and also, yeah. I think this is what those bands were tell. They they were trying to be like this, but got like 
Depeche Mode like stayed true to who they were and they always have, you know what I yeah. mean? Like Depeche Mode's always had that kind of niche that they, they fit into and they do it really well. Oh, because they in, and and they excel at it. I, I mean it's not talking this shit. This is about like them. expert level. Yeah, exactly. This is like Because they are the experts. Yeah, they're the You're also in the camp of like Depeche Mode and New Order. Okay. You know what I mean? Like there's like the two camps, like New Order, you know, the band that came off Joy Division Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, you know, Depeche Mode. And I've like always kind of rode the fence on it. And after like listening to this, like this is dude, Depeche Mode has great songs even before this. Oh, for sure. Seventh album, like they've always been good. But for some reason, some of this shit just hits so hard. Well, and I think that comes back to like what you said, that organic, like we were talking about that organic feel of like not, not pre-producing this into the ground, not running this to the ground and really like trying to perfect it and trying to go with that organic. It feels like they wrote some of these songs in like 10 minutes. Yeah, but they were fucking. And they just nailed it. That happens a lot, right? It's crazy. And. And there's this like like kind of to touch on what Nathan said like there's this there's this line that you ride of like great bands of the genre and I think Depeche Mode's kind of like the the band for this genre, uh, Steely Dan's sure. the the band for their genre. Um, like there's just like these these weird like forefathers that kind of pass the torch, but even when they pass it, they continue to just carry it. It's like, oh yeah, you could touch the I, torch. I think this band has definitely just carried it. You know yeah, what I mean? Man, they just I recently came out with a new album. If you haven't heard it, go out and listen to it. It is fucking killer. So I haven't checked it out. I think it's called Memento Mori. Yeah, Memento Mori. It like, has some killer tracks it's on it It's really still. good. And they're true to their sound. They're constantly changing. Um, See, and that's something that's really cool that I, you've got to commend a band, because like, like one of the things that we talk about a lot on this show is when a band changes their sound every album, they lose kind of like their identity. But I feel like Depeche Mode changes their sound just enough to be like like evolutionary, but they still maintain their core. Yeah, which I think is they're really just cool. doing and playing with it too. I love that they they started this trend that like of like remixes and stuff. Yeah, like I love that Nine Inch Nails, highly influenced by Depeche Mode. Just remixes of well, songs. Well, even Fear Factory re- does it. Fear- yeah. yeah. Dude, like, there's so many people in bands that are so influenced by Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. And there's still, like I said, the longevity and gen- new the newer generations are also picking up on how good it is. Yeah. Like, that just tells you right there. What I like about it, it's, like, easy to listen to, but it's still interesting. What I like about this is it's sexy I like that it's smart. It's very And I smart. love that it's actually romantic and dark at the same time. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I love that you can listen to it when you're sad, when you're horny, when you're... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all moods, you can listen to it. And that's what I like about it. And I think that's why it stands the test of time. This for sure stands the test of time. There's this... There's an edge to it that even for like a 1990 album um, wasn't really touched at the time. And, and it still holds that edge even today. Like by today's standards, this could be released today. It'd be and fucking, still be like, oh, yeah, relevant. 100%. Yeah. I like that it's easy to like just put on and listen to. Oh, for sure. It's really accessible, dude. Like in and people that like we're mostly metalheads or at least I am. And uh, occasionally when I'm hanging out and like with people that aren't metalheads, you know, 
want to listen to an album, I'm like, let's put on Depeche Mode, Violator. Well, it's and, that and that's, good. That's kind of what I talked about. Like, when we were kids, this was like the, the album that everybody could agree It's going to be a go. Now that we've reviewed it and listened to it a lot, and like I like to play albums, this is going to be a go-to. Up there with like Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Yeah. This is going to be like go-to one for <laughs> me to like play and mix company i guess i dude like the tracks rolled in my eyes sweetest perfection waiting for the night bangers dude policy, policy of, of truth. truth oh dude. my god the lyrics on that dude dude clean and dangerous like dude the lyrics the, and dangerous i'm like i fucking totally the, get this the, the transition between blue dress and so blue dress has this like outro oh, yeah, party yeah. and, and then dress, transitions into yeah. clean oh bro Love that. That's the, that's the organic shit we're talking about. Yeah, I it's, love it's not just like electronic music, bang, bang, bang. This is an album, excellently done, dude. Really impressed. I'm not a fan of this kind of music. The closest I got to it was stuff like Priest. Have you guys ever heard Priest? I yeah. have not. Um, very similar vocal style to mm -hmm. this. It's kind of like more hmm. modern, new wave, I guess. I'm not like I'd say I don't really fuck with this genre, but I was surprised with how much I like this. Okay. I'm actually surprised to hear you say that because, like, I felt like when when Nathan picked this, this is kind of right up our alley. But I felt like you were kind of outcast on this. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a hard one for Matt, actually. Yeah, uh, but to hear that you you really dug it, it's kind of cool because it it just shows that you're you're finally evolving, Matt. <laughs> well, no, earlier because we've actually had this out for a minute. We haven't gotten yeah. together for a while, and like. I remember Matt being like, I actually really like this. And I was like, dude, yeah, that made me feel a lot better because I was like, Matt, well, when Pete showed it to me, I know you like, like second guess yourself after you picked it. You're like, oh, I don't know. I was like, no, dude, sometimes you don't want to pick albums that like, you know, that it's just going to get gonna shit gonna like, on. Yeah. Like both of you. You were like, hesitant to pick like a, a hardcore album. I think when you picked Terror, Terror yeah. you were just like kind of worried about it. Yeah. But uh, I think, man, I, I'm so glad I picked this. Yeah, this was a great pick. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what would you rate it, Matt? I give it a 4.4 .4 out of 5. Damn, that's I think tight. this is really good, dude. Um, like I said before, I'm surprised with how much I listen to it. I find myself just listening to it. Over. I'll listen to it, like, tomorrow. You know what I mean? Hits, I, dude. It's so, it's so many bangers. I think my favorite track is probably Policy of Truth. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Enjoy the Silence personal jesus sweetest perfect like there's so many good songs on yeah. this clean dude clean and dangerous are like my tracks <laughs> um i don't think i'm gonna go through and listen to like the rest of the depeche mode Not discography 938 albums apparently yeah and a lot of it is like remixes yeah, and yeah. Different stuff like so that. that was one of my complaints about this was like that uh, was with electronic it was music, hard though. to find yeah. the, it was hard to find this album without the what 2016 or 2006 yeah i purposely avoided all that um, shit yeah. yeah and i was like damn it nah, and i need an album so i ended up having to put the whole like the remix album and then like take the extra songs off of it, which kind of bugged me but they were still decent i mean i didn't catch it till like the first time through i was like i don't remember this album like I don't think it should be this long. I listened to a bit of the new one, Memento Mori, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's a contender for album of the year. So subscribe, and we'll release our end of the year uh, video. Nice, best of twenty twenty three. See if Memento Mori shows up on an, either of our lists. Casey, what do you rate Depeche Mode Violator? Um, so I am not with you. I did not go as high as you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, really yeah uh oh whoa. i gave this a 4.3 oh. <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like like going into this i never listened to this album as a whole when i was a kid i know like 
all like lots of songs and stuff. And like Depeche Mode was kind of in my wheelhouse and they were in my rotation when I was a kid. But like to go back to this and realize that all like the, the big songs I listened to were on this album to me was kind of like crazy. Cause I, I didn't realize that at the time. Um, we were poor. We were white trash. A lot of my album or music was uh, tapes recorded from the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't know did what that. albums they came off of. Um, so yeah, this was refreshing. Um, it's catchy. Lots of great tracks. Lots of great tempo and momentum. And and like you said, it flows as an album. Dude, it goes. It's it's paced so yeah, well. It's, it it's, really is. Yeah, it's nice. You know, there's nothing in this that gets. I like that the first boring. song has like an intro kind of bit, and it's like not the best song on the track, mm-hmm. but it's like a good appetizer. Mm-hmm. And then a couple tracks in, they hit you with like uh, "Personal Jesus," and then there's like bangers, like like spread it out nicely. See, like, "Personal Jesus" is one of my least favorite tracks. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. I, I I've just heard it so many times. I've heard it covered. Yeah, covers. It's not remix, a bad yeah. song. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's one great. of the ones that's like I could do without. But I've I just heard it a lot. Yeah, I, I'm more interested by the other stuff. What's your favorite track on this album? Uh, I honestly, I think the first track, "World of My Eyes," is probably, really yeah. Really? I love Mine's the way it either kicks "Blue off. Dress," "Clean," or "Dangerous" for sure. And then all, well, dude, "Policy of Truth," dude. Yeah, I, I, honestly, honestly, these are it's all really hard to pick, Yeah, it's hard to pick. A that's favorite. why I didn't go as high as Matt. Yeah. But I agree with you 100%, Casey. 4.3. Yeah. I love this band. I've always loved this band. Um, I think there are other tracks on other albums that just are like a fucking amazing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, but this as a whole is an album. Ah, they did so well. So 4.3, 4.3, uh, 4.3, and 4.2? No, 4.3, 4.3, 4.4. 4. 4. 4. Yeah. Oh. You're the high man. <laughs> so 4.3, 4.4, 4. 4 and 4.3? Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's rare that we get that close. close. Yeah. So that just says that go listen to Depeche Mode. Not only that, but the fact that it spans a, a, a musical catalog of somebody who's into death metal, into black this metal. This is what I'm saying. Into modern rock metal. It and is it's still that Depeche good Mode has influenced more bands than we even know. Like Deftones. Oh, dude. dude tell me Deftones. Especially I think new, uh, like... Uh, uh, New Wave kind of sucks for the most part, but this mm-hmm. album is good as shit. Very yeah. good. Yeah. That was Depeche Mode. Violator. We are Blender Style. Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe. I'm the Violator. Terrific Violator. <laughs>